G'day and welcome to the Punting Monologue in the middle of September. What a time to be alive. My name's Sonny Munn and I'm with Benny Clifton. He's the one you need to listen to, folks. How you doing, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. How you going, buddy? Tip top, mate. Tip top. Footy finals. Spring racing. Looks like everyone's kicked a goal. <laughs> yeah, well, I've lost complete interest in the footy now. Oh, yes, Melbourne Demons fans. Uh, good luck. Good luck with that. Maybe take up tennis. Pretty good at straight sets. Don't stress about that too much. Hey, last week, mate, speaking of things that maybe should have won and didn't, bit of a bridesmaids day for us? Yeah, well, I think we should just roll through it. I think that's the... Um, we should uh, acknowledge it. So Little Miss QB, we started off in the first. It was solid in the market. It raced a bit closer to the speed than I thought, but it didn't really finish off. It was a little bit disappointing. Pivot City in race four was completely off the map, well-backed, um, didn't do much, pulled, pulled up sore, so that was disappointing, so we we were licking our wounds early on. Race five, we went for No Darchi um, against the favourite Legacies, had a really nice run, booted clear, at the 200 I thought we were home, we are on it each way. I think it ran fifth in the end. It just sort of got tired late. Um, they went out pretty quick, and uh, it was a race that suited the um, horses coming from the back of the field, and it just got swallowed up late. And then it didn't get any better in the middle part of the card because Stretton Angel off the map again, which uh, you're happy with when you've had a bet on it. Um, sort of had every chance, couldn't quite reel in the leader. Benedetto was a little bit soft in the market, so that was a bit disappointing. But um, just the way that race was run, it probably got a little bit too far back and didn't really suit it. It wasn't beaten far, but we had to wait to the last for our only winner, Carini, which was off the map and won. So it was one of those days, if we get Stratton Angel home, if we get Benedetto home, that's a big day. But um, yeah, we were around the mark without really uh, without turning a profit. So luckily, we're going to a nice track at Caulfield this week. Mm, if is the middle word in life. If my auntie stood up at the urinal, she'd be my uncle. Doesn't get us any winners, does it? Hey, just briefly explain to everyone else out there, because I obviously know, in a sentence or two, when you say something's off the map, what do you mean? It's tight. It's firmed up in the market. So Stretton Angel, I think when we were when we went to air or when we recorded, it was about nine dollars or nine fifty. Started mm. five dollars fifty. So that would constitute being off the map. If it's out the gate, it's drifting like a barge. Yeah, you'll learn Oof. them all, mate. If if the market spits it out... Mate, more cliches than you can poke a stick at. If the market spits it out, it means it's drifting. Um, yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of spare time around the tra- around the stables, isn't there, to make up their own language? <laughs> I reckon politics is the only place where people talk in more gobbledygook. But the funny thing is the racing vernacular finds itself into other parts of the world. Everyday other, parlance. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah, mate. Well, on this podcast, we try and make every post a winner. So let's get into it, hey? Let's go to Caulfield this Saturday. And I think the weather's going to be pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, no issues with the weather. I think there's a little bit of rain later in the week, but I think that'll just stop them from watering. So um, I think we should be on a good track. The rail's out six metres, no wind about. Um, With that rail position, you're probably looking at horses more on speed than anything. So um, that's that's what we'll do. All right, well, let's look for one in the first then, shall we? Over a mile, our favourite's going to be shock em over at even money, and then it's always happy at six bucks. Then it's double figures after that. Are we sitting back and having a look? Yeah, mainly, oh, I think the favourite's a bit short, shock em over, and normally I'd be looking um, to cluster better around a favourite that I think's too short. But um, I just thought it, you know, uh, I thought it was all okay first up. 
I just think it might be one run short. They go, they go to 1,600 metres here. I think it might be looking for 2,000 metres already. So uh, it's going to be probably midfield or worse from barrier nine. So I couldn't back it at the $2 price. Um, look, I think always Happy's reached its ceiling. It's um, we'll probably have to go back from barrier 10. So it's going to be back in the field. Um, I don't think Polanco's got any more improvement in it this campaign. So couldn't back it. So, yeah, it was just... It was a messy race. It's one of those benchmark seventy, eighty thousand dollar, um, eighty thousand dollar races. So they're pretty weak, and I just couldn't find a, an angle here. So um, I think we move on. Fair enough, too, mate. Let's dive straight into race two, then, shall we? Over two thousand. Our favourites, first immortal. Oh, it's a long existence, being the first one who <laughs> never dies at two sixty. Chandon Burge at seven fifty. Spaycaster. Hmm, not very confident on my pronunciation there. At eight bucks fifty and nine bucks for Graccio. Uh, I just appropriated a Spanish accent for that one. Yeah, I mean this is a hard day of racing today, and I think this is the one we've really got to um, narrow our, fo- our focus on because I really like this favourite first immortal. I thought it was a really good run at Mooney Valley um, first up off a spell, so um, it drops a long way in class here. It does go up in weight, but I don't think that's any issue at all. Um, Huey Bowman takes the ride. Uh, up in distance suits it just keeps it was a horse who i wasn't sure about last campaign but it just kept raising the bar raising the bar and then when it does that first up uh, it really gets me excited so um i think it'll be awfully hard to beat here first immortal it's already tightened up a little bit in the early market so uh happy to lock in that price of two dollars sixty that we're looking at at the moment i think um it'll firm up and be awfully hard to beat if you have a look at the others in the field wahini toe is dropping in class but i hate that it's Back to the 2,000 metres, I don't think that'll really suit it. Uh, Shandon Burge, I think it has its limitations. And Spaycaster is the one you were talking about. It's, it's had two runs after coming from the mm. from the UK, and uh, they've been all right. It does feel like it, it, it could improve sharply, but it is up in grade here. So, yeah, I think this first Immortal is a great bet on the card, and... Um, I think, you know, given it's a card that we're not going to play into too many races, I think this is one we've got to really narrow our focus on. Tell you what, mate, we're talking about the racing parlance earlier in the vernacular. A lot of sexual innuendo in there. This thing's going to firm up. It's awfully hard. It's raising the bar. <laughs> Am I talking to Benny Clifton or Benny Hill? What's going on? I'm getting a little bit too excited for a Thursday, Arvo. Let's go to Caulfield now where I can cool down over 1,200 metres in red card. It's a straight sand off a fence at buck sixty-five. Looks the one to beat, according to the market. The next closest is Ceridus at 5 bucks, And an old favourite of ours that's now dead to us, Bella Riche at 12 bucks. This thing's pretty short. Too short? Yeah, it is for a reason. And I was just looking at the dam of it. The dam of it is penalty. So that's how it gets its name, red card. So... Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. The dam is the mother, if, if you... Uh... Much appreciated. <laughs> I, I, you know what? If you could answer questions I don't ask, that would really <laughs> lighten tell my load. <laughs> I could tell by the look on your face. You know, mm. <laughs> Just a permanently slack-jawed <laughs> face. Like, all right, what, do you, what don't you know now, buddy? Um, anyway, <laughs> this is a really good mare. I like... You know, I can't recommend it as a bet because it's really tightened up. But, you know, if there was black figures around earlier in the week, um, it opened up two bucks, I believe. So um, if it got out to two bucks, you'd absolutely smash it. But um, I think it's short enough here. It'll jump to the front and I don't think they'll beat it. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll just sit back and enjoy. But yeah, if it does get on the drift late, I'll, I'll definitely entertain it. But uh, I can't see any of the others uh, like Sarah Des, it was it was it's down in grade, but I thought it was a little bit plain um, last start. But yeah, I just think this is a really nice mare red card, and 
Uh, looks a target race coming down from Sydney. Red card, put it in your black book by the sounds of it. Let's go to the next now. Just have a think what gambling's really costing you this Saturday as we go to race four now, over 1,400. And another red, our red morning at 2 bucks ninety is taking up favouritism. Oh, there's the colours here. It's yellow Sam at 460. Nunthorpe ruining the colour spectrum at 480. She's a con at 850 and double figures after that. All right, this is an interesting little race. I think it's probably it's a bit light on for chances, but um, I want to have a bet here because I'm not with... So Nunthorpe and Yellow Sam are coming out of the same form line, and I, I just think that race didn't go as well as I would have liked it if I wanted to be backing one of them um, and because they're tied in together that I couldn't, um, I couldn't be with them. So I'm happy to bet around that form line and... Um, so I landed on the favourite hour red morning. I mean, there is, it does look like the, um, there's a couple of betting agencies out there that are trying to push the price here. So that's probably a good sign that we'll get a better price on the day. So this is a horse, our red morning, that we can wait. Um, the market percentages are about 122, 123%. So they'll get down to. Well, we about, all know what that means. <laughs> they'll get down to about 116, <laughs> 117 by the time they jump. So um, you should oh, get great. a price about this. But that doesn't mean it's not a bet. It, it was really good at Sandown first up. It was a nice soft uh, run. They went really slow there, just sprinted home. It was a good little pipe opener for this campaign. So um, drops in weight here, up in grade. Um, I think it'll measure up here. It's got a really good performance of the track and distance before it went for a break. And um, I don't. Th- I don't really think the market's caught up with this horse yet. It's been a drifter in every race it's run in Australia. So, but it just keeps it keeps improving. I think it'll get to stakes grade, and uh, this is just one step further along that path. So happy to back Red Morning. They've got a few options from Barrier Five. It has shown that it can sit back in the field. It's shown that it can race on speed. I think it would be just in behind the leaders. I think Nunthorpe will be up in the up near the front. I think they'll try and be positive with Yellow Sam from Barrier Ten. So it'll probably push forward and. Um, maybe the only other chance in the race, um, she's a con, might be looking for further, so they'll probably go back and try to run on from that wide gate. So I'm happy to back our red morning. I think it's a nice bet on the card. Yeah, it sounds like you're pretty confident on that. Will it be his best? Stay tuned. Race five over 1,400. Our favourite is Miracle of Love. It is a miracle, isn't it, guys? Birds are singing. It's because my neighbour keeps feeding them. Then it's followed by Poifect at six bucks fifty. Zuccarette at seven dollars. Dasonic Boom at eight fifty. Double figures. The rest and my Oman's in amongst those as well, mate. Do we like anything? Ah, uh, yeah, we do. Go and start with the Oman, though. Dolphin skin, is it? No, it's actually Treasure Way. Bit of a misnomer from me, the top weight. I thought it was uh, Treasury. This Saturday in Brisbane, it's double prelim Saturday. So you're going to have the Lions and the Broncos. That city will be absolutely heaving. And the one place you don't want to be is the Treasury Casino. The Treasury, as they're going to be slurring it. Mate, the definition of a coward is a man who won't fight on rum. And the Rumshine State will be flowing in the amber nectar. So do yourselves a favour and don't go to Treasury. Just back it as the Oman this Saturday. Yeah, we're going to go with our two-horse play here. Oh, it is, it, I mean, this is a cracking race. This is a bunch of three-year-old fillies who are um, trying to step up in distance, up in class, and, and measure up to the better grade. And I mean, this miracle of love, the favourite, I want to back her, but I also want to back another horse too. Miracle of Love, I think this is a real real line chaser. So, you know, if you have a look at it all, it's replays. It just savages a line, just wants to keep finding the line. I mean, this 1,400 metres is going to be well short of its best, but 
Um, it's shown that it can settle pretty close to the speed, and it just keeps you know, digging in and finding, and, and you know, ran second in a Group 1 last start. So uh, try it up nicely here. I think it'll be hard to beat. And the other horse I want to back is Poifix. When I was doing the form last night, it was about the $10, $11 markets. Firmed up from that, um, so there's obviously a bit of market mm. support for it. Rated really well, that race at Geelong, and uh, the form has stood up out of it. Mark Zara takes the ride, and uh, obviously with that market support, the confidence is uh, is there. So happy to back those two. Um, I think Zuccaret has probably had favours when it's had its wins, and um, the Sonic Boom's going to be out the back. So um, very happy to back these two horses. I think the winner's amongst them. Fantastic stuff, mate. Jeez, I'll tell you what, you've got two horses, I've got one. Someone's getting up in that race for sure. Let's go to race six now, over 1,400. Now, favourite is Amenable. It's sort of oscillating between the sort of 190 and 210 mark, between the red and the black. Let's call it Maroon, shall we? It's currently at 205. Here to shock is five bucks, as is Bandersnatch. And $7.50 is the other single-figure runner, and that is Corner Pocket. Yeah, it was a messy little race, this one. I mean, the favourite Amenable, I can understand why you'd want to back it, but... Um, it doesn't uh, like. It doesn't look like there might be, uh, there'd be heaps of speed on paper, but then um, Buffalo Rivers in it, so he could take off. So um, even though he's a lot slower than he used to be and won't get the conditions to suit, so uh, Amenable's going to be back. It is down in grade. Probably go back from barrier ten to last. You know, you've been asked to take well, just you know just black figures about it, but there's no market support for it. Um, I think you will get a better price if you want to back a minimal, but I, I couldn't back it myself. There's a, you know, there's bits and pieces elsewhere. I think Bandersnatch is ready to peak. Corner pocket. I think it's probably. I think it's a weakness in the market. I think it's completely gone as a horse. Um, and here to shocks probably uh, the other winning chance. Who's you know third up, ready to peak, go forward. Nice horse. Um, can't really pick holes in it, but yeah, tricky little race. If you want to back the favourite, I couldn't talk you out of it, but I couldn't back it myself. Fair enough, mate. You're not here to talk us out of things. You're here to talk us into things. Try and talk us into something in race seven at about 3.40 this Saturday. Arvo, over 1,400 metres to party. Uh, two bucks 80 is our favourite at the time of recording, followed by V8, familiar old nag, that one at 3.90. 6.50 for Centify and $9.50 about She Light. I think it is a racing two. I'll just get rid of a couple of horses. She Light, I know it missed the start last time, but it... It gets back uh, in all its runs, and even last start, it was get, getting scrubbed along at the 600 trying to keep up, and it ran home all right, but they're not really horses you want to be backing, so I can get rid of it. Centrefire, I don't think you can beat Stepardi on last start, so I think Stepardi's the only horse you could take out of that Mooney Valley race, so we're, then we're left with V8 and Stepardi. Stepardi just it has looked, I think it's looked better than it is. Um, I don't think it's done enough on the clock for mine to warrant sort of the boom on it at the moment i think there there will be a time when uh the bubble bursts on this horse so i'm with v8 i think there's a little bit more substance to its figures um i think it's an absolute machine to be honest this horse um how apt? i think the 1400 meters <laughs> yeah that is right um i think the 1400 meters it's crying out for maps well just in behind them legacies started short last week uh, had enough market support to suggest that race is going to be a solid form line and I just think V8 um, has the potential to be the top three-year-old of its class, so um, I'm happy to back V8 over Stepardi this week. Beautiful stuff. One for the future as well. I like it. Race eight, and things are starting to heat up now. It's over two kilometres. That's 2,000 metres in the old money. Four-buck favourite at the moment is Floating Artist, then it's Berkeley Square 
at 650. We've got Alaskan God at 750 and Goldman at $8. Then in a very sizable field, there's a lot of there's a lot of drifting. Oh, it's messy, messy, messy. Like, I mean, we're not yeah. playing here. Like, Floating Artist is a horse that we've had a little bit of success with last start. Um, they've freshened up um, of 42 days here. Probably have to roll forward from barrier 10. It's a chance, but short enough in the market. I think Berkeley Square is way under the odds. I don't know if this horse is any good. Um, it's sort of promised bits and pieces um they've put the blinkers on first time here i think that's more an act of desperation than anything than anything planned so i think they're just trying to find some ability out of that horse but it might not be there um goldman's the, uh, one of the highlight fancies in the melbourne cup it was um just a run last start uh, probably not going to be suited to 2000 meters anyway so um, maybe the horse that you could entertain would be Alaskan God with Jamie Carr going on board. It ran home pretty well in the fee and last start. Um, up in trip suits, barrier three, Jamie Carr might be able to settle it a little bit closer. But, yeah, this is messy. But there's some horses that interest me, but there was just far too many negatives with them. Hey, you mentioned Goldman being an early fancy for the Melbourne Cup. I noticed the weightings were done this week. Before we get into the biggest race on the card, your preview of race nine. Do you want to talk briefly, how vital are the weightings and how are they done? Is it really impossible to tell me? Like, can you briefly tell me how the weightings are orchestrated? Well, obviously on past performances, um, you know, the Australian horses all have yeah, all yeah. a handicapper rating that's based on their form. But then the handicapper has the task of sort of fitting in the international horses because they come from a different racing jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, Bit of guesswork? Uh, oh, they'd have a system in place, um, the handicappers that would, so the, the trainers would know roughly what, what weight they're going to get. But there's a, when you're looking at the Melbourne Cup, there's sort of a particular profile of horse that you want when they're coming from internationals. They have to be sort of lightly raced horses who haven't sort of got their ha- handicap up too much. That they, they've sort of raced themselves out of contention for the Melbourne Cup. And I think the favourite, I think its name's Verdon. Vauban, I think. Vauban, Yeah. I think the word is if it gets here in one piece, it could be all over. So, Wow, because I wanted to talk to you about that as well because I looked up the provisional favourites and, and it is Vauban at five bucks. Five bucks, I mean, I am the first to put my hand up and say I don't know what I'm talking about on any topic. But that's six weeks away from one of the hardest races to tip in the world. Is that not a foolish thing to be betting on now at five bucks even if this thing is a a quality horse that seems so short to me yeah yeah you 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 could probably get better on the day i don't think there's any rush to take that price so bouncing on that at five bucks yeah all in market if it gets injured you've done your dough yeah i wouldn't be unbelievable in that but just a lot of water and a lot of bridges between now and the jump i I just thought that was a bit if you want to back it i'm sure mint better be happy to take your money Get on that Midbet app. I'm sure they'll offer you something. Maybe a five dollars and one cent. Hey, you heard it from me first. Just ma- just make sure you have a think, and it's a bet that you really want to place. And in that, is five bucks really a bet you want to place six weeks out from the cup? Have a think about that too, guys. Hey, let's go to the big one this Saturday in Caulfield, mate. Over eighteen hundred meters here, the Underwood Stakes, and there are some serious, serious horses here. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. We've got Alligator Blood at favoritism at three fifty. Without a fight at five bucks, Solcombe at eight, eight fifty for Tuvalu or Tuvalu, depending on which side of the tracks you're from. As is Lindemann and Attrition's around nine as well. 
you could throw an absolute blanket over some of these. I mean, right, you are Bank Moore, Moanga, some great horses. Mm, mm, very, yeah, very much so. I mean, Alligator Blood's a favourite. So, in regards to the speed map, you've got Alligator Blood who, who'll try and lead. Obviously, Lindemann will go forward. I think right, you are will be positive. Vaughn Declare might not have enough speed over eighteen hundred metres, but it goes forward over the longer trips. Um, Tuvalu will have to go forward from. Uh, that wide gate if it wants to be any chance, but I think Alligator Blood will hold him up. I mean, Alligator Blood, it's a great setup. Third up on the back up, it just it, it stinks that it, it just feels like it's going to be the peak run of its campaign. Um, but there's just, there's just enough there for me to go, mm, I don't know. I think, first of all, I thought its run last start was just okay. I mean, it went they went slow in front. It gave a little kick, but... It sort of just plugged to the line a, a little bit. I suppose it was a soft run, which you want when you're on the backup. But I just don't think Damien Oliver suits this horse. He's not a he's not a jockey that lets their horses roll along and and uh, lets his horse roll along. And that's what you need um, when, with horses trained by Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. That, that that's what they like to do: run their rivals into the ground. So look, the market's found it. I don't think it's going to drift because you know there's too many syndicates who love that uh, on the backup. It's the benchmark horse. If you want to back it, back it. But it's not going to have my money on it. Because um, the second favourite in the race without a fight, this is a serious horse. I just think what it did in Queensland proved that it's it's going to be a big contender in the big ones. Um, this spring, just I don't know where it's going to get from Barry 11, but it's got a serious turn of foot. Solcombe's a serious horse. Lindemann's probably going to, this will probably be the peak run of its campaign, I think, um, given that it's third up here after 1,800 metres, going to uh, race on speed. So... Yeah, there's enough there. It's tricky. Without, uh, without a fight is a horse that I really want to be with going through the spring. I just don't know if this is the race. And Yeah, it was tricky. Um, I know there's a, there's a lot of people tipping an alligator blood, but mm, don't know. Not, not for me. Yeah, it seems like there's just so many options that nothing would be a real surprise. And when that's the case in any sporting event, you're probably best to shoulder arms, aren't you? Let's knock this on the head then in race 10, the last of the card in Caulfield over 1100, Midwest at 420 for the smokers out there, five bucks for She Dancers, Vivian, Vivian's at eight bucks and then it's double figures the rest, we're not punting here, is there anything we should look at for the future? Uh, I mean this is a good quality race, I think Midwest, um, watch the first 200 metres of this race, Midwest is one of the quickest horse out of the gates you'll see, um, it'll go straight to the front. I just I think it's probably more a thousand meter horse than eleven hundred meter horse, but it's very honest. Um, I can understand why it's favourite. She dances is a really nice horse. Has some big figures. I don't think the wide draw will be any negative for its chances um, at the Caulfield eleven hundred. I think that's where you probably want to be. Vivian's absolutely airborne at the moment, running some nice figures. Uh, they dropped it in class last start, and it st- uh, went up in weight and, and bolted in. And Generation's got the Asfura form line, which is pretty strong as well. So there's bits and pieces there. Um, but, yeah, I'll tell you what, this is a, a tricky, tricky day of punting. I wouldn't want to be um, trying to build your spring bank on this day. Well, it's a bit of a shame that you do it for a profession then, isn't it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Let's run through a very tricky day on the card in Caulfield this Saturday. Race one, shall we? Race one, the fave's a bit short, and it might well be a run short, so we can't back that or anything. So just sit back and watch. Race two, on a very tough day of tipping, we are hitting first immortal. When you like something on a tough day, you got to go for it. It keeps raising the bar. Ooh, it's raising Benny's bar. He's firming up, and it's always hard. Cue the Benny Hill music. Race three. Red card is in the red. So to us, 
It's dead. Watch for a drift. You might get a better price at the jump. Race four, we're on the favourite. We should get a better price on the day. So our red morning, you can wait until that one pounces and then go for it yourself. Race five, a patented two-horse play from Benny Clifton. Cracking race of Philly, stepping up to the plate here. He's on Miracle of Love and Poifect, which is fun to say. And my Oman is on Treasure Way. Watch out in Brisbane, guys. Stay away from the Cass. Race six, messy little race, this one. Amenable is short. You might get a better price. Corner pocket's no good, so... Watch that win. Race seven. This is likely a racing two between Stepati and V8. Stepati, Benny thinks, is probably flattered to deceive, and V8, quite aptly, is a machine. He's on V8. Ugh, race eight's a yucky mess of a market. It's simply too hard. You're not sure Berkeley Square's it. Any good. It's definitely unders. Maybe Alaskan God, but we're not punting here. Race nine, the big one. Alligator Blood has a great setup. But there are some queries. Damien Oliver doesn't quite suit this horse. Without a fight, that is a serious, serious horse. Maybe lighten up without a fight. The barrier's the query there. It's going to be a great race. And we're staying out of it. The last one, we're not having a bet in race 10. Midwest will rock it early but might struggle to last the distance. But feel free to share all your deep, dark secrets with it because it's a very honest horse. <laughs> What's your best, mate? First of all, in race two, I think... Bang! Huey Bowman on board. Hope he's a little bit positive out of the gate. Uh, yeah, I think it's really well placed on Saturday. It is a, it is a hard card, but I think, I think we've picked the eyes out of it all right. Love it. I was waiting for an eye-picking. I appreciate that. Have a think about what gambling's really costing you this Saturday, punters. Enjoy the sun, enjoy the footy finals, and enjoy your horse racing. Thanks, Benny. I enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Racing.